We're back. Are you ready? If you're following along on this, I really hope that you're still speaking to each other after giving each other something to sacrifice last time we were together, right? But hey, it's a new day. God's mercies are new every day, as should ours be. So hopefully, if it was deadly and difficult, it pointed you to Jesus rather than cause you to hurl insults at who you're doing this alongside. And no matter who did their sacrifice best, remember, Jesus is better. Which is our theme for this series, and we've looked at Abraham, Isaac, and today we're thinking about Moses. Now, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this guy, or maybe you are, and realize that there are lots of stories we could delve into, but what part of the story will it be? Well, you know what time it is. Our resident teens are back, Lois is back, Dan is back, and they're going to read back-to-back. So first up, Lois, hit us up. Hello. This passage is from Exodus 19, 10-24, and I'm reading from the NIV version. And the Lord said to Moses, Go to the people and consecrate them today and tomorrow. Have them wash their clothes and be ready by the third day, because on that day the Lord will come down on Mount Sinai in the sight of all the people. Put limits for the people around the mountain and tell them, Be careful that you do not approach the mountain or touch the foot of it. Whoever touches the mountain is to be put to death. They are to be stoned or shot with arrows, not a hand is to be laid on them. No person or animal shall be permitted to live. Only when the ram's horn sounds a long blast may they approach the mountain. After Moses had gone down the mountain to the people, he consecrated them, and they washed their clothes. Then he said to the people, Prepare yourselves for the third day. Abstain from sexual relations. On the morning of the third day, there was thunder and lightning with a thick cloud over the mountain and a very loud trumpet blast. Everyone in the camp trembled. Then Moses led the people out of the camp to meet with God, and they stood at the foot of the mountain. Mount Sinai was covered with smoke because the Lord descended on it in fire. The smoke billowed up from it like smoke from a furnace, and the whole mountain trembled violently. As the sound of the trumpet grew louder and louder, Moses spoke, and the voice of God answered him. The Lord descended to the top of Mount Sinai and called Moses to the top of the mountain. So Moses went up, and the Lord said to him, Go down and warn the people so they do not force their way through to see the Lord, and many of them perish. Even the priests who approach the Lord must consecrate themselves, or the Lord will break out against them. Moses said to the Lord, The people cannot come up Mount Sinai because you yourself warned us, put limits around the mountain and set it apart as holy. The Lord replied, Go down and bring Aaron up with you. But the priests and the people must not force their way through to come up to the Lord, or he will break out against them. So Moses went down to the people and told them. And so we can see how Jesus is better, Dan. It's over to you. This reading is taken from Matthew chapter 27, verses 45 to 54, from the ESV version. Now from the sixth hour there was darkness all over the land until the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour Jesus cried out with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, lemma sabachthani, that is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And some of the bystanders hearing it said, this man is calling on Elijah. And one of them at once ran and took a sponge, filled it with sour wine and put it on a reed and gave it to him to drink. But the other said, Wait, let us see whether Elijah will come and save him. And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. And behold, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, and the earth shook, and the rocks were split, and the tombs were also opened, and many bodies and the saints who had fallen asleep were raised, and coming out of the tombs after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. When the centurion and those who were with him, keeping watch over Jesus, saw the earthquake and what had taken place, 
they were filled with awe and said, Truly, this is the work and this is the Son of God. This is the word of the Lord. We've had Bible time and if you've been following along, we had the question time now. So a couple of options. If you're listening apart, have a listen, jot down some thoughts, then come together, then chat. Or if you're listening together, then simply just pause and crack on with it. In every episode, we try to give a key word to keep you focused. And today's key word is peacemaker. Peacemaker, maker of peace. And following that focus and our readings, here's your questions. What do these passages teach us about God? What does it tell you about Moses' relationship with God? How do you think Jesus is better than Moses in terms of being a peacemaker? And what does it make us want to pray? As always, get ready to pause because I'm going to read them again. So pause and write or pause to chat. Here they are. What do these passages teach us about God? What does it tell you about Moses' relationship with God? How do you think Jesus is better than Moses in terms of being a peacemaker? And what does it make us want to pray? So there are lots of terms that could have been used. We went for peacemaker, but we could have also said mediator, middleman, link, go-between. But we'll use peacemaker as another name for Jesus is Prince of Peace. So already planting the Jesus is better seed right there. But with Moses, we see that he stands in the gap between God and his people. He's the one speaking the very words of God. So hopefully we see that Jesus does this for us. But as we're seeing and grappling with, he's better So he doesn't just stand in the gap, he makes sure there is no gap and we have direct access to God. Because Jesus isn't just speaking the very words of God. As we read at the start of John's biography of Jesus, he is the word of God. You'll also see that Moses was the link on Mount Sinai for the covenant promise between the nation of Israel and God. No one could go near the mountain or see the face of God or they would die. On the cross, Jesus was the perfect peacemaker who died to make peace and made a way for us to come directly to God. And as we see Jesus, we see God. Later on in John's Gospel, we read, Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. But going back to our Matthew reading, let me read verse 51. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. Like This is where we see the the peace being made when we come back to this one big story of the Bible. The curtain in the temple was the curtain that separated people from God's presence, the Holy of Holies. Even in this situation, you needed a priest, a mediator, to act as a middleman between God and his people. Now, we won't go into this detail here, but there were many things that had to happen for that priest to be able to do this. And the reason was because the curtain acted like a massive no-entry sign to the people. So when we read that the curtain was torn, the no-entry sign is moved aside, and the seemingly small detail of from top to bottom shows it was from God, not man. As we may be thinking of curtains in our house, but these things were massively tall, massively thick, and the timing is significant. It's telling us Jesus' death makes a way. His death gets rid of the no-entry sign and allows us access to God. Verse 54. When the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and all that had happened, they were terrified and exclaimed, Surely he was the Son of God. Even this person, not really connected with Jesus, but who would have been an expert in execution, who would have seen this type of death happen a lot of times, is able to realise there is something unique and special about Jesus. For us, he's the peacemaker. This is a massive thing to consider, to think about, to thank God for, and so now we're going to move into a time of prayer. 
And every week we're looking to model to you and encourage you to take time to pray either by one of you praying or both of you having a go and simply take what we've been learning about and use it to respond to the conversation God has already started with us through his word. So I'll pray and if you want, feel free to pause and pray for yourselves. Let's talk to God. Father God, thank you for showing us that you're holy, you're set apart, that access to you isn't easy because you are the Lord God Almighty. And we thank you for Moses and his focus on you in the midst of your people grumbling, not listening, turning to worship other things. And yet we thank you that Jesus is better, that he doesn't just stand in the gap. He makes a way to have direct access to you. You are the better mediator and the peacemaker, so we praise you. We ask that by the power of your Holy Spirit, you would help us to rest in this knowledge, knowing that we don't have to make a way to you because Jesus already has. And so we ask all these things in the name of the Prince of Peace, Jesus Christ. Amen. So if the last challenge of sacrifice possibly pushed you apart, we're hoping this one brings you together because this is a bit of a team challenge to try out. Here's the challenge. We want you together to phone another family member or someone you know on a video call. That's the easy part. You're probably thinking that doesn't sound too much of a challenge, Phil. But here's a twist. The only way one of you can communicate is by going through one person, one mediator, if you like. See what we did there? And so number yourselves one and two. Number one, you have to write out a message on a piece of paper. It's then your job to act out this message for number two to try and use words to communicate it to the person you're phoning. Enjoy, and let's keep growing in our faith, growing in our relationship with each other, and let's keep growing together. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Growing Together podcast, a resource produced by Scripture Union Northern Ireland to help adults and teens grow in their faith together.